What is happening? The Nintendo News Minute starts now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What is going on? I'm N64 Josh, and this is your Nintendo News Minute. Before we jump into this, I want to let you guys know that The Dirt, the new Mario Kart podcast, is live. Episode 2 is out, and it is very much community focus so i want to encourage you to get involved tomorrow night at 4 p.m pacific in the discord we are going to be doing voice chat playing mario kart together come hang out it's going to be a good time now we're going to get into the news and i'm going to tell you guys the rumors are flying right now what's crazy is i was searching for some rumors like i was like there's got to be a good leak or a rumor or something and then I found it and it, I, it may have posted like, I'm not sure that the time that this posted, but I think it's like, I, I think it's very recent. So this is from go Nintendo. The rumor is Taiwanese insider report on switch successor, improved specs and $400 price point. It says Ram battery life and 
uh, storage. It's all here. So let's get into this. What, uh, what do they have to say? Well, the article says, it's that time of the generation when we're getting inundated with new rumors about the next Nintendo console every week. The latest report comes courtesy of an article from the Taiwanese economic site in which system is referred to as a new switch and some of its hardware specs are detailed. Here are the juiciest points uh, about what the new switch console will feature. NVIDIA's T239 processor. Now, this has been talked about for quite some time. It's not necessarily new news, and I believe, I mean, this this goes back as far as two years. I was just watching Digital Foundry's video on NVIDIA's T239 processor, which I would encourage you to go watch if you want to understand its capabilities. They essentially took a laptop and then uh, uh, basically set it up to what they believe would be the similar specs for that what the T239 uh, processor will be able to handle. And they were running games like uh, Death Stranding, Fortnite, Cyberpunk. And those were just a few. It's a long video. So if you, if you really like, like to geek out on that kind of stuff, go and check that out because it's, it's got a ton of great, of great info. And it really does look like this, if if this is all true, again, grain of salt as always, but if this is all true, this system will be able to run essentially PS4 and Xbox One style games. And they even mentioned that it should have the capabilities for, for ray tracing, potentially. So keep that in mind that there is, uh, this could be a, a, a significant upgrade from the current Switch. And and if it's true, if if the games can run how they were showing in this digital foundry video, I think we're all I I don't think the Switch will feel as far behind as uh the current Switch is with the Xbox series and the PS5. I think it's gonna get uh it'll it'll be much, much, much closer. Again, not not quite, it's not gonna be the powerhouse of those other systems, but for a handheld gaming device, I think. If this is true, again, we we could be in for we could be in for a treat. Uh, eight gigs of RAM, sixty four gigs of storage, uh, greatly improved battery life, one hundred and twenty hertz screen refresh rate. That's amazing. Like I cannot Mario Kart at one hundred and twenty. I'm ready. I'm ready. And a price tag of four hundred dollars. Now the article goes on to say the insider indicates that the price of the system will be increased thirty three percent from the Switch's three hundred dollar to four hundred dollar due to worries about cost from part supplier. It says as always, there's no confirmation that any of this information is true. Some of these specs could uh, very well turn out to be accurate or have no basis in reality whatsoever. Would be happy if this was the condition of this, or would you be happy if this was the condition of the Switch successor? I think I would. I think this is. This is uh, this is this is this is good enough. I do want to read a couple of the comments here. It says 120 hertz screen refresh rate sticks out as being unbelievable, unless games will be running at higher than 60 FPS, or maybe Nintendo got a good deal on a bunch of screens that just happen to be 120 hertz. Um, this is from uh, this is from Game Freak says there's room in these specs for a reduced price light version down the line and or a mid cycle price drop if needed too. at 400 though. I hope we get a small launch title to play bundled or something. I don't expect it, but I hope for it. Um, that said, if, if we get a true digital and physical backwards compatibility, we'll at least have our existing libraries to play immediately. Uh, 120 Hertz. This is another, another uh, comment here. It says 120 Hertz, 1080p panels are pretty common at the moment. 
Um, look at something like the rogue, the rogue ally. And if you went with, uh, with a screen like, uh, that, like that with VRR support, it mesh really well with current console feature set. Not saying it's guaranteed by any means, but VRR on a portable console is a big deal because it means any dips are smoothed out and any indie titles can push as high as they want without any concern of screen tearing. The thing that I think sounds the most unbelievable here is the 64 gigs of storage. That's the same as the OLED model, and considering how big games are getting, I find it hard to believe that they'd go with anything less than 128 gigs, unless they're going with a pricey preparity proprietary solution and that just adds more issues some great comments here from uh on the nintendo life article um one more one more comment here says it's enough to merely double the original switch switch's ram i don't know with these specs i worry it'd still be lagging enough behind the modern consoles to be a problem for developers on the other hand i've been really happy with the switch even with its modest specs so I'm, it might not be a big deal um and like Rift Silver, I think 64 gigs of storage is too low. If they really want customers to buy digital games, uh, game sizes will only be getting bigger. And this is very true. That's the that's probably what does stick out the most is the 64 gigs. But in my mind, what I'm what I'm thinking, I'm thinking that if these specs are accurate, that 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 this particular model may be the the non-digital model that 64 gigs is basically for your game saves and the majority of of the 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 storage will be on your on your cartridge don't know how accurate that is obviously it's pure speculation i would hope that a and and again there's a very real possibility too that we're going to see a a micro sd card situation just like the current switch where the 64 gigs is what it is and you're going to have to throw you're going to have to throw the SD card in i'm not sure like i know games and it, i'm not i'm not like i don't understand the tech and the 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 specs and and all that kind of stuff as well as i would like to so you know bear with me as a, a, a with what i'm about to say but i know with games like Fortnite it runs better when it's on the internal storage and maybe, just maybe, there will, could be issues with running some of these games at their top performance when it's running off of the SD card. I don't know if that is the case, but it could be potentially. What does that mean? Well, we might need, like they mentioned in those comments, like a proprietary, uh, the proprietary storage, or we have to use like the high end, you know, uber fast, uh, SD cards in order to make the games run at peak performance. Again, I could be completely off my rocker with this. So you can let me know in the comments or over on Spotify if that is the case. But when we saw games like Fortnite run better on internal, it just makes me wonder if we won't see something similar with this next iteration of the Switch. Maybe that won't be the case though, and maybe everything will run fine and SD cards won't be an issue. And that's 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 kind of what I'm I'm hoping for. Lastly, I just can't wait to see Mario Kart on this machine. <laughs> so, um, are we seeing an OLED? You know, according to these specs, it doesn't mention it. Greatly improved battery life. That's a that's a bonus. You know, and 
like the comment said, this does leave, leave plenty of room for a, a light situation, which I think Nintendo does 100%. I don't have any doubt that we see a light non-docked version. And, and then does it leave the possibility for a pro system, you know, like a refresh in like two to three years, which they didn't, they kind of did with the OLED, but it didn't, it didn't really bump stuff all that much. So we'll just have to wait and see. But this time of, you know, this time in the console's life cycle with the end of the switch and then the new one coming out, all of this stuff is super exciting. I love being able to chat about this stuff and uh, dive into these rumors and these leaks. And uh, I think they're fantastic. So keep the conversation going over in the discord guys n64josh.com slash discord. And uh, I'd love to hear what you guys think. Well, another code uh, recollection traces of memories past trailer. Um, there are only 10 days left before another code recollect, uh, recollection launches exclusively on the Nintendo switch. This collection is actually a pair of remakes. Another code two memories and another code are, um, a journey into lost memories have both been remade for Nintendo's hybrid console. A demo for the game was released last month, as well as a trailer that said, Nintendo's released another new trailer earlier today that showcases more of the story of the, of the remade, another code Two memories, including more cutscenes. If you want to, you can see the trailer below. I'm over at my Nintendo news. And of course you can just check out Nintendo's YouTube or, uh, Nintendo's Twitter as well. This one, you know, we talked about it on NPC, like, like cheesy, wasn't real sure about it. I haven't played the demo yet. It, it doesn't look like my cup of tea, honestly, especially in the, 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 the way I am gaming currently, like Mario Kart is taking up the majority of my time and some vampire survivors also. So we'll just have to wait and see. I, I just, I, I, I don't foresee it being one that, uh, that, that I jump into with both feet, but I should check out the demo nonetheless, and you should do the same. A YouTuber's DIY Triumph Nintendo PlayStation resurrected for a fraction of the cost. Now, if you guys are not seeing this photo, I would recommend Googling it, looking it up. It, it does show the Nintendo PlayStation. It's got a Nintendo controller, um, the Super Nintendo controller, and it says Sony PlayStation on it. It's got a disc and a place for a cartridge. Okay. And uh, the article reads here in a nostalgic nod to gaming history, YouTuber James channel has unveiled a wallet friendly alternative for enthusiasts looking to own a Nintendo PlayStation. This creative endeavor revives the long forgotten prototype once priced at a staggering $300,000. The roots of this story delve into the historical rivalry between Nintendo and Sony. While Nintendo's decision to collaborate with Philips led to Sony's entry into the gaming market with the iconic PlayStation, a prototype of a Sony-powered SNES console did exist, teasing gamers with what could have been. However, with James Channel's ingenious DIY project, the dream of owning this hybrid console becomes an a, a, a attainable for a broader audience. And I saw this, uh, this, this was popping up on my, on my YouTube feed and, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's like, it's this, this hybrid console. It looks like a Famicom. It says Nintendo PlayStation and the disc drive is sitting in the, um, the cartridge slot. So it says channel channels approach involves repurposing an old SNES and PlayStation consoles coupled with an adept understanding of electrical work. The secret ingredient, a copious amount of hot glue to seemingly submerge the two iconic gaming systems into one. A warning accompanies the tutorial, cautioning those faint of heart about 
witnessing vintage consoles technology undergo a transformative metamorphosis. The DIY journey is not only um, is not without its challenges, requiring a meticulous cutting and crafting to merge the eternal hardware of a PlayStation into a SNES shell. However, with determination and ample supple supply of hot glue, Channel demonstrates that anyone can construct their own Nintendo PlayStation. So pretty cool to see, uh, essentially see Sony games playing um, uh, playing on uh, on a Famicom system, which it's just it's 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 honestly really really goofy. But I think the highlight for me of this article is seeing the prototype of the the Nintendo PlayStation. It's it, it's it's crazy to think about what could have been if these two had partnered up instead of Nintendo going with Philips. What would have been? So it's so so interesting to think about. Uh, yeah, we wouldn't have had those great commercials of uh, Crash Bandicoot at Nintendo headquarters yelling for the plumber to come out and play. But uh, I, the the color scheme on the buttons are are similar to the the Famicom Super Nintendo buttons. They didn't just get stuck with the with the purple ones like we did over here in the states. And uh, it's it's just a, it's a really it's a it's a really cool looking really cool looking console. And seeing uh, the disc drive as well as the. Uh, uh, the cartridge slot is is very cool. I, I it may be the first time I've honestly seen this, uh, at least this photo of it, and man, it just makes me wonder what what could have been. Well, indie game Cult of the Lamb: Sins of the Flesh DLC coming next week. Uh, this new downloadable content for engrossing Cult of Lamb. Uh, finally has a release date and fans won't have long until they can get their hands on a DLC, which is filled with, which is titled sins of the flesh as it is scheduled to be released on Tuesday, the 16th of January cult of the lamb sins of the flesh contains new features, stories, and more. You can check out all the details along with a shiny new trailer over on devolvers. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure devolvers Twitter and their YouTube. You can, uh, you can check out the, uh, the trailer there. So sins, and disciples new progression systems add more depth and complexity to managing the cult of the lamb by following the sinful path your followers will delight in gluttonous rituals vain buildings and wrathful doctrines invite your most loyal followers into the inner circles of disciples and revamp leveling system of follower progression better cult life shiny poop baneful brooms and bigger and better buildings improve busy cult life shiny poops have special effects like yielding fruitful crops and adding XP to your broom. Leveling up your broom will make your choice, your chores faster and more effective. To improve automation, there's also a new tier for the janitor station and the storage structure so your followers will take better care of themselves. Ready, aim, fire. Blast heretics away with the new blunderbuss weapon. When loaded, it fires big damage in close quarters to bring new combat playstyles for your crusades. If you change, if you charge up, uh, if you charge it up even more with a heavy attack, you can you can aim to snipe enemies from long range. Outfits, options, and offspring. Each of your cultists can flaunt their followers' fashion at the new Taylor building. Once unlocked, each cultist can wear their own outfit with 23 different styles to choose from. But your cult is getting even more unique. When two followers love each other very much, they might find an egg. Nurture the egg for it to hatch. Then you can care for the offspring until they're ready to pledge allegiance to your cult. So there you go. Quite the update 
coming to Cult of the Lamb on the 16th of January. Nintendo is reportedly seeking more studios to work on its IP. Uh, according to Nintendo Life, it says it's apparently deep in conversation with three teams. So with the next generation of Nintendo hardware seemingly on the horizon, it's no surprise the Japanese video game company is potentially seeking new partners as well as studios to work on some of its IP going forward. With this in mind, head of game industry biz Christopher Dring says that there are at least three studios currently deep in conversation around making games based on Nintendo brands. Here's exactly what he had to say. And before we jump into that, this is something we've been saying forever on NPC that Nintendo really needs to, if, if they really want to succeed with third parties, again, it's just an opinion, but if they really want to succeed with third parties, open up their IPs to allow these studios to, to, to utilize these iconic IPs and, and, ride them right like be <laughs> Miyamoto and and all of the all of the heads that uh, know the way these games need to be made they need to make sure that they are that they are that they are doing their job to, that we get games that feel like like Nintendo games but i think it's very doable i think we saw it in the last generation with with Mario plus Rabbids i think uh, Starlink was a great was a uh was was a great title featuring Star Fox and they had to stop Metroid Prime 4 because it was not up to par so they are willing to make sure to protect that IP that we get the games that we need that 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 need to be up to the standards that that we would expect as Nintendo fans and it's looking like uh they're they're trying to find some of these partners. So let's take a look at what the quote says here from Christopher Dring. It says, I also know that Nintendo is actively meeting with independent developers to find new partners. Some of that is around publishing indie games, which Nintendo does from time to time, but it's also seeking studios that could work on some of its IP. Nintendo regularly works with third-party teams, including Bandai Namco, Team Ninja, Platinum Games, Mercury Steam, WayForward, and Grezzo. But the company is looking to add to that roster. And I know three of the studios that are deep in conversations around making games based on Nintendo brands. And that is fantastic. So uh, continuing the article here, it says some of the best exclusives during the Switch's generation have been developed by teams outside of the company, such as Mercury Steam, who worked on Metroid Dread, which fantastic title. Smaller size developers like WayForward and Brace Yourself Games have also been lucky enough to work with Nintendo's IPs in recent years. Unfortunately, the source doesn't go any further into what, uh, what about who exactly these three studios might be. So take a guess in the, in the, in the comments, guys, let me know, let me know what you think, who, who might Nintendo be talking to here. And let, I mean, let's, let's, we'll, we'll dig into this on Thursday's show and uh, really, really, really head down uh, to, to really head to speculation town here. But I mean, I think Zelda's pretty much locked, right? Unless they unless they go with a like a like a big spin-off title where we play as Ganon or we play as Zelda. I, I feel like anything tied to, like strictly to Link, although we did see them work with uh 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 Koai um oh what's the Temco te te Tecmo Koai or Koai Tec Tecmo, I think, is the like for uh the the Warriors games, right? And so there we got to see a lot of different playable characters, but who else will we might see, you know, is, is, is there a possibility? I mean, we got 2d Metroid is with mercury stream, uh, mercury steam. 
Star Fox needs some love desperately, desperately needs, needs some help. So maybe there's something in the, in the Star Fox realm. I feel like it would be bigger. I don't, I don't know that F zero would, would be the, the title they really want to push into the hands of a, of a third party. But, uh, you know, maybe we just got super Mario RPG. What if we, what if there was something similar, like a legend of Zelda RPG that played like a turn base, you know, something similar to like Xenoblade or whatever could that, that could be a possibility. It, we've got to remember too, as I was reading through this and they mentioned team Ninja team Ninja is who did ultimate uh, Marvel ultimate Alliance three. And although that wasn't a Nintendo IP, it was a fantastic switch title made for the switch from the ground up that uh was was a ton of fun and i i put in countless hours into that game and and thoroughly enjoyed it so seeing them not only get their ips into the hands of other studios but also getting uh getting a hold of some of those those licensed ips to get some more switch exclusives i think would be a fantastic route as well i do think the switch is is lacking in the first person shooter genre now of course we have metroid prime being worked on by retro and that's you know probably still a ways out and cannot wait to get to get get our hands on that but is it time for nintendo to venture into some more uh potentially a more more, more mature games similar to how they did with the uh with the nintendo 64 and and even on the gamecube with games like resident evil you know what's going on like I, I don't think I don't think like Luigi's Mansion is in really good hands. Maybe some maybe some more Kirby, but I feel like we get a ton of Kirby. It's just it's it's kind of interesting to see like Mario plus Rabbids kind of came out of nowhere. So I I do think there is a real possibility that we do see another um, Mario RPG. I think that could happen, but we're going to dig into that. We're going to head down speculation town um, on Thursday night on the main show and talk about who, who these developers could be and what games they could be making. And I want to hear from you. Let me know in the discord in the NPC questions area, uh, who you think Nintendo might be um, talking to and what games they might be looking to have uh, having looking, looking to have developed. I'm, I'm curious on your, on your thoughts. Well, we already talked about the Nintendo, PlayStation, but we're going to talk about Sony one more time, and the Sony CEO drums up hype for Nintendo's Zelda movie. So it says, whether you agree uh, with the, the form or not, a live-action Zelda movie is in the works at Nintendo. Uh, what's more, it's being produced by none other than Sony Pictures. Yes, Sony, the PlayStation guys. Nintendo was first to mention the project's existence, but now it's time for the co-producers to drum up some hype, and the Sony CEO, uh, Kenshiro Yoshida, is doing exactly that. Well, kind of. At yesterday's Sony CES 2024 press conference, Yoshida gave a rundown of all the film and TV projects that the company uh, picture... Uh, the company's picture arm is currently handling, which meant that Zelda had to get a shout out and a shout out it got. Yes, according to the Sony CEO, the Legend of, Zo Legend of Zelda movie will deliver. Are you ready for this? An amazing tale of adventure and discovery. Try to contain your surprise as you lift your jaw off the floor. I love the I love the snark in this article. It says, OK, so yes. It, this might not be the most mind-blowing revelation out there, but it is yet more proof that the film is actual, real 
project and Sony is distributing it. A fact that we are still yet to completely get our heads around if we're honest. Yeah, this is a great article from Nintendo Life. Um, Here's the exact quote. You guys ready? We are also excited about another IP expansion, the adaption of Nintendo's game franchise, The Legend of Zelda. The live action film will deliver an amazing tale of adventure and discovery. Stay tuned for more. <laughs> that's that's essentially it. So really cool that we are getting a, a live action Legend of Zelda movie. Can't wait to see how Tom Holland does as Link. It's going to be it's going to be fantastic seeing seeing Spider-Man. Um, uh, you know, opening chests and collecting rupees. I cannot wait for that. And uh, really curious how it plays out. Curious who the who the cast is going to be. Curious about the storyline. Will it will it be something similar to like Ocarina, where we see young Link, old Link, time travel? So many, so many possibilities. And I'm not going to lie, because of video games, like the the recent games, game movies have been better. But I still worry about live action, right? Like, I, I, my heart kind of leans towards um, more animation. That's kind of what I wish we were seeing here, but it doesn't seem to be the case, and that's that's okay. But hopefully, hopefully, it can be it can be amazing. So, as far as the other uh, um, the other game adaptions currently in works, they've got God of War, Horizon Forbidden West, and. Uh, with Amazon's Fallout series set to release this year, it's a good time to be a games fan. So the 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 Halo the Halo live action it was it left something to be desired. Fallout is looking pretty good. I'm not sure about God of War for, or or Horizon. I haven't really seen anything on those. So it's going to be interesting to find out how these these play out exactly. But uh, cool to see that we. I mean. I'm optimist. I'm 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 optimistic at least that we could get something pretty amazing. Uh, one of the things worth noting here at the end of the article it says, as a reminder, the Legend of Zelda movie currently does not have a release date. Though Miyamoto stated that he has been working on the concept with producer Avi Arad for the past ten years, and Wes Ball from the Maze Runner Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is set to direct. So, I think I'm 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 hopeful. I'm hopeful. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be good. But again, I want to hear from you guys, jump into the discord, leave some comments either in Spotify or, or, uh, over on YouTube and let me know your thoughts. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you all so very much. Please go check out the new Mario Kart show, the dirt. It should be everywhere. You listen to your podcast. If it's not, please let me know. And I will remedy that you guys are all amazing. And we will see you in the next one. Bye now.